I have a kid upstairs playing iPad very quietly. He knows oh, really? that the, the longer he pays, plays quietly, that I'll like forget about him playing, and it could be quite a while. love that I can hear producer Xander's keys ticking away in the background. Welcome to day three of the uh, of uh, MicroConf on air. We are trying this again with a new format. We have some fancy new software and uh, producer Xander is running it from his computer because he has really good Wi-Fi and I am up on the north shore of Lake Superior today in a cabin which has okay Wi-Fi as far as, as cabins go. But um, I didn't want to bear the burden when we've been streaming on YouTube. It's crazy the you know the power that it takes to to get all the the video up. So thanks so much for joining us again. Um, you know, we're trying something new today. Actually, the last couple of days uh, have been there has been some Q and A. And yesterday, Sherry uh, Walling and I hung around and, and talked a lot about COVID nineteen and dealing with that and kind of the mental side of that, how to be productive uh, while you're staying at home. Trying something new today. Mike and I are going to chat for probably around 20 minutes, um, and we have uh, a beverage in hand, and I am going to ask for, you know, uh, uh, kind of a show of hands of who's got what beverage in the chat here. Um, but then we're going to break up, if you're in MicroConf Connect, you can join that at microconfconnect.com. There, it looks like there were a couple, about a, uh, about a dozen, 15 people who wanted to actually get into Zoom and break up into smaller groups so they could chat once we're done. Because right now we've been getting between 30 and 40 people on these live streams, watching it live, and that just would be too large of a happy hour call, you know, to, to get everybody together and, and chat. Um, so that's it. So it's an experiment and, and producer Xander is working hard behind the scenes to make it all happen. And uh, I, I figure everything will probably hold together, but always, as always, fingers crossed with live stuff. For folks who don't know, this handsome gentleman to my left, right, depending on which way you're looking, this is uh, Mr. <laughs> Mike Tabor, co-host emeritus of Startups for the Rest of Us, founder of BlueTick.io. How are you doing this week, sir? I'm doing good. Yourself? Uh, it's been, been a while. Been a couple weeks since we chatted. Nice to see you. Yeah, good seeing you too. First things first, I got to ask you. What tasty beverage are you partaking of now? And I, I do want to be clear, uh, This just because it's happy hour does not mean you have to be drinking an alcoholic beverage. Mike and I happen to be, but certainly LaCroix water, uh, juice, milk, these are all good things. How about yourself? What are you pouring? Um, I am drinking uh, the, um, the Yamazaki. That looks amazing. Single malt. Is that how many years? Uh, I think 10. Yeah. Japanese whiskeys. They are tough to beat. Yep. That's quite I, good. I am drinking... Uh, Blanton's. So let me try to get this in the camera. Um, it's 93 proof. It is super small batch. And I have to thank, I believe it was Allie Blum who sent me this bottle after she spoke at MicroConf a couple years ago. Um, and it is one of the best bottles of bourbon I've ever had. And I still, I mean, the fact that it has lasted this long in my house means that I'm really cherishing it because frankly, typically these things go quite quickly. Look at this. It's almost like a D&D &D dice bag, too. I know. With. I love it. You have a bottle yourself, right? Yep. Yes. Um, I, st I still have some left. I actually had some of that earlier before we started 
recording. So you <laughs> you are you're pre-gaming our happy hour. I was pre-gaming, yes. Uh, it's been a long it. week, all right? <laughs> yeah, tell me about it, man. Well, I mean, speaking of that, oh, you know, but before we dive in, I I want to thank Basecamp and Stripe, their Microconf's headline partners for this year and as always I just want to, you know, thank them for being involved and and you know, this all wouldn't be possible without them. I am curious if you're in Microconf Connect in the Microconf on air chat room, uh, I'd love to either see, um, to hear what you're, you know, partaking of now. And again, as I said, water, soda, whatever, or, or alcoholic beverages, you can send a photo of a bottle, um, by send, I mean, post into Slack, a photo of a bottle. You can, um, uh, uh send a photo of yourself with the bottle, which if I was doing it, that's, I, I would selfie it. Ashley Colpart's here from snowy Colorado. She says, uh, drinking a glass of bread and butter Chardonnay. Yum. That sounds amazing. All right, so we'll get a few more of those as they go. The stream is delayed 20 or 30 seconds, I believe. So um, you were saying that this week was a t kind of a tough week. Why, Mike? Why well, so why could this week have possibly been different than any other week in the past? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, my kids are home for the next three weeks. So yeah. Massachusetts is completely shut down, like all the school systems. And so adjusting to having both of them home and knowing that they're still going to be home for another couple of weeks. Usually if it's just one week, it's not that big a deal, but mm -hmm. I know it's going to be a couple more. And my wife's business is basically shut down as well because she runs a fitness studio. So, you know, the state mandate is, you know, no restaurants, no fitness studios, no places that, you know, normally cater to people like can be open. So um, she's been working her butt off trying to get virtual classes going for uh, her fitness studio, and that's been going well. And actually, I can hear her a little bit. You probably can't, but um, she's actually on a happy hour call for her studio right now <laughs> on wow, the other side of the what house. what a trip. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I knew, I, you know, I know she, I know Allie, I know she runs the studio. I was going to ask if that could possibly still be open because I know most states have just shut down everything except for uh, grocery stores at this point. Mm -hmm. so yeah, it, so her business is just kind of in a in a standstill then. Well, sort of. So she, so she, everybody's on a membership, so they're paying a monthly subscription fee. But because they can't go, like, how do you justify charging them? So I had talked to her about the idea of buying. Um, using the money that they pay her for their subscription and using some of that money to buy them like exercise bands, which are not terribly expensive and she could eat that cost within the co uh, the monthly subscription fee that people are paying her. And then she could do something online where they exercise at home and they're basically still getting the same instructors and her, uh, her members have loved it. Like they're, you know, because they're all, most of them are at home as well. So yeah. they can't go to the studio. They can't really go out. They're working from home and they need some sort of outlet. So to be able to maintain that continuity for her members, you know, they're just really enjoying the fact that they still get to see their regular instructors. And now they have this, you know, uh, additional equipment that they can use at home while they're kind of dialed into those uh, classes. Right. Yeah. I mean, my, you know, all three of my kids take music lessons and they are now one's via FaceTime, one's going to be Zoom and one's via Skype. And um, it's kind of, and these are, the instructors are my parents age so they have never you you know a lot of them I mean, they've used facetime but a lot of them have never used zoom or skype and I'm, I'm pretty impressed with the way this is kind of pushing them them to do that um i know there's some remote fitness classes and stuff has is that even something i guess yeah i guess you could do it but that would be that would be a stretch huh to try to do zoom fitness over zoom zumba over zoom 
I, you know, well, it doesn't, it's not Zumba. So, so she primarily runs like a, a spin studio. So it's oh. all bikes, but, ah, got you it. know. So it doesn't so, work as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people yeah. aren't, they don't have bikes at home. Bikes so. at home. Yeah. Yeah. That right. makes sense. And we have some folks chiming in, in uh, the MicroConf on air channel in MicroConf Connect. We got uh, some beverages, Cronenberg uh, 1664. We have from Sean Davis, Chuck. Choc, wow, Chocorua, Chocorua, a limited run rye from a local distiller. Bravo. We have LaCroix from Price Shoemaker. Uh, Tracy Osborne's drinking Ontario Craft Lager. Duncan Murtaugh, nice to see you. German Wheat Beer in Selbridge, Ireland. And uh, Black Stellar Malbec Merlot for Gwyn. And uh, Andy Peets is drinking Cross cross Strain. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that, but ch- thank you. Choc. Chakor Yua. Chakor Yua. Yua, yeah. Anyway, so thank you, thanks so much for joining us on this first happy hour. Um, it, it, you know, it, it truly is a, kind of a fun thing to just be able to, to decompress for us. It's Friday afternoon for a lot of you. I know are in Europe, and that's going to be, you know, later in the Friday evening, but hopefully you are uh, decompressing with this. So, okay, so we talked about your wife's fitness studio. Um, my wife, of course, does almost everything remote she's a psychologist but also a um you know like a founder coach and a, and a ceo executive coach so she's been able to keep it keep it going she just does a lot of calls from home and the strain on us has been sherry and i both work from home neither of us really have an office our house is big but it's not that big and when you get five of us in the house and we're, she was on five webinars last week because everyone's saying can you come on and talk to my audience about how not to be super stressed about literally she's like i've never had so many webinar invites in such a short amount of time so it has just been like trying to keep the kids occupied and keep them quiet um and then not to yeah i don't know not to it's weird to work all day and to feel like hey even if i'm only going to work five or six hour days that like i'm ignoring the kids you know when they need to they're kind of in the middle of homework and stuff and they need help but i'm on a call like this as an example that i can't just stop in the middle of um that's been harder than i thought it would to be honest mm-hmm. have you had yeah. any of that with your kids um a little bit um i mean because even when they're home uh you know usually i'm working anyway so my wife's typically in and out but i mean my kids are old enough where they're mostly self-sufficient except when it comes to lunch because i don't trust them to not burn the house down (laughs) um but i mean other than that like they're mostly you know they can entertain themselves and uh they do have a lot of not a lot but enough homework to kind of keep them busy too so our their teachers are making sure that they're reaching out through google classroom and making sure that they have things to do like even their gym teacher sent something home so you know, it's it's not like they are lacking things to do, um, mm-hmm. and of course, there's 300 billion screens in this household. So, right, that's not the not going to be the issue. It's not yeah, the ideal a, thing, but I mean, it, you know, it's an interesting. Of course, well, not of course, but I as I've I've kept MacBook Airs that I've used previously, and I just will give it to the next child instead of selling it. I'll give it to a kid who uses it to learn to type because I want them to have something with a physical keyboard, not just iPads, because mm-hmm. um, I believe that typing on a physical keyboard is a skill that we need to have, much like maybe handwriting is something we should add 40 years ago. Um, but so I know. So the kids have varying degrees of really broken down MacBook Airs, but my son Finn goes to a, an inner city high school and you know they're saying they're sending phone messages home and... and um, pamphlets home that's like look if you don't have a computer you can come get your chromebook from school Mm -hmm. if you don't have wi-fi 
there are no coffee shops open. You know, if you don't have internet at your house, like there are no coffee shops, but here are like the list of churches or you can come to the, you know, and, and it's just like, man, I mean, as spoiled as we are with, you know, I have gigabit fiber with a Euro, you know, mesh router. It's like, you take that stuff for granted. We work on the internet, that is our thing. And so when this happens, it hasn't felt devastating or, you know, at least from a technology perspective, but I can just imagine if what if none of my kids had, you know, um, had MacBooks at all or had computers at all and it didn't have internet at the house. I mean, it'd be, a, it'd be a really big deal, you know, especially high speed. I mean, I can imagine, you know, my dad's internet is really slow. Like he can't do really do zoom calls. Um, mm. Just becomes a whole different, different ball game when we get under this, you know, to this level. Yeah. Around here, there's a company called um, Spectrum and they offer internet access and they've offered free internet access to people who are basically forced to go home and don't really have any other options. Um, especially those p people who, you know, their, their kids going to school and they go home and they don't have internet access. So Spectrum has kind of stepped up and said, Hey, like we'll offer free internet access to these people so that they can still get their schoolwork done. Or if you have a job, like you can still get your job done over the next, I don't know, four to six weeks or eight weeks or however long it kind of takes. I I don't know exactly the details of it, um, but yeah, our, our school system did the same thing with the Chromebooks. They said, hey, if you don't have a computer at home and you can't access the school material, let us know and we will, and they, you know, they called it out, they put text messages out, they emailed it out, which if you don't have a computer at home, obviously you're not probably not checking your email <laughs> either at home, but yep. um, yeah, I mean, they, they've tried, I've seen a lot of effort stepped up to try and alleviate many of those issues and i agree like we're kind of fortunate in the position we're in but not everybody is so mm -hmm. I, I feel like it's it's nice to see that kind of effort or level of effort from people to you know different companies to kind of step up and help out yeah i agree um yeah returning i see some more beverages coming through i, I see water i see a w root beer bravo water for lyle i don't know what that is but that's what xander's drinking and then a talisker tenure i'm super jealous of that so a tequila Water for life. Ah, you typo. <laughs> ah, water for life. He put in water for Lyle as if it was for someone. I don't know. It seems funny to me. So, all right, man. We've been we've been chatting here for you know 10, 15 minutes. I'm curious, given everything that has been going on for the past week and a half, and just how you know life has. I mean, it suddenly became so obvious. It's a trip, man. So here, so I. It's Friday. Last Friday, just a week ago, we, the day before, we had decided to postpone microconf. I think that's right. I mean, it's a, it's been eight days and it feels yeah. like an eternity. It feels like a month. And I was up here with my other son and Xander and Anar and, and I were just hashing stuff out, like trying to figure out all these details of, of crazy things. And it, it just feels like time has, like so much has happened in this short amount of time. I'm curious, like, did you have this week, is there any major accomplishment that you feel like you, like you accomplished this week with, uh, I'm, I'm presuming with, with blue tick, um, is what you're focused on. And for folks who don't know, if you haven't listened to the podcast in a while, bluetick.io is, um, you know, warm and, uh, cold email follow-up, but mostly focused on warm email, someone who is either in a sales funnel or it's, um, someone who's maybe in an onboarding sequence and you're just trying to make sure that they give you something and you want to do some warm, warm touches. And so you've been chipping some features a little bit and you've been actually doing a lot of sales calls and stuff. So I'm curious, uh, you know, what the week looked like if it was more downtime or if you kind of felt like you crushed it in any one, one area. Um, I would say, that, I mean, the, the one high point of the week would be that um, I think on the last podcast episode, I mentioned how there was a customer that 
was probably worth north of uh, you know twelve hundred dollars a month that I was going to be going through uh, like some sort of a pilot program with them. So I started that actually earlier this week. So I had a call with two people over there, got them onboarded, and the uh, the biggest request they came that the that came out of the call was they wanted another font added to the editor. That's wow. That's a big one. And you're like, well, it's going to take me a month to hire a designer. <laughs> you're like, do you want the Albert Einstein handwriting font? Is that what you're, is they want Comic Sans? No, they wanted uh, the Calibri, which is the default Microsoft font that ships with Outlook. And I assume it's because they're an Outlook shop. And a lot of their target audience uses Outlook and Exchange Server. So they really need to have that font there so that when they send the, the emails, that's the font that it shows up in so that when people see it, it doesn't it doesn't look weird to them. Like if you see it, it's the same email, go to Google and Outlook. And I tried to explain this to them, but at the same time, um, they also told me that it's their boss that really likes that font and wants to see it in a certain way. So I'm just, I just kind of threw up my hands. I'm like, you know, there's really no way for me to convince him otherwise. So I'll just, you know, implement this font and let it go. It's, it's just not worth my time and effort to try and convince them to try and then convince him. It's just, oh, yeah. why bother? No, that's no, these are the, yeah, these are the battles. This doesn't make your app less usable. It's not like they add, no. asked you to add a bunch of settings. It's like one thing in a drop down list and one it is a no brainer, right? To yeah. get A to get oh, the totally. customer and B, it doesn't negatively impact UX. So right. I would totally do it. Yep. We have some people chiming in with, um, you know, with what they accomplished <laughs> this week. I, Duncan Murtaugh says, I accomplished social distancing this week. Bravo, sir. That's a, that's a, something we should all be, be cheersing. Um, and David Owen wife, says, I was less productive, distracted by microcomp Slack channels. So sorry about that. But uh, <laughs> My wife and I have been practicing social distancing for almost 19 years. <laughs> Man, boom, boom. Oh, Mike, I love it. Well, here's the funny part, too. The other day, Mike said, um, we, you and I were texting, and you said, I have to be at home, uh, not around other people. I've been preparing for this my whole life. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, the introverts unite, man. This is great. If only I could like get people to my house to play uh, you know, board games or Dungeons & Dragons and still have social distance, distancing, uh, it would be perfect. You know, it's, fu it's funny that all of my Dungeons & Dragons games have actually shifted to online. So yeah, I played bad. one online already, but like all the other ones, there's a three or others yeah. that I, three or four that I uh, am somewhat involved in. They've all switched online, so I don't have to physically see anybody. <laughs> it's crazy. I wonder if, yeah, the repercussions this will have. Because I, I mean, Sherry and I go out in the evenings, you know, once or twice a week. She goes out a lot to do. The biggest suffering for us, to be honest, is that Sherry works out once or twice a day and goes out to mm -hmm. gyms and goes out to Ariel. She does uh um, the circus, you know, stuff hanging from the silks. And that's probably the biggest thing that has um, impacted the family, I think. Uh, we also eat out quite a bit and we hang out with friends, but like, you know, that's not something I need, I need. Um, like other people, I'm not so extroverted, but yeah, not being able to have people over to kind of hang out and play some games and just chill is weird. And I actually did about a week and a half ago as stuff was ramping up, I had uh, I host, I dungeon master a game for f about four other people plus my oldest son. And I had him over and we all washed hands and we used hand sanitizer and washed the dice afterwards. So, I mean, I was being very, you know, um, uh, over the over the top about it, but uh, over the top's not the right word, but being very It's over the top. It. That is the right word, I think. Yeah, over the top. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, um, uh-oh, did I freeze? No, I'm good. Yeah, and, and it, was, uh, it was super fun. And that's kind of, I'm sad that that was the last time that I've like seen people 
that are not my family, you know, except for when I like checked out at the grocery store. Have you been to the, have you been to the grocery store? Is there stuff on the shelves in your area? Yeah. Um, I went about a week ago and, um, I just stocked up on a bunch of stuff and, uh, what was it? Somebody else was telling me that, uh, there, and there are certain things that were completely out. Like there's the toilet paper emergency, the entire toilet paper aisle completely cleared out. You know, I don't know why, like all the sand hand sanitizer is currently gone. Um, or at least at the time it was, I don't know what these people were doing before the coronavirus hit. Like maybe these just weren't washing their hands. I, I have no idea, but, um, you know, it's kind of scary to think about. I try not to, uh, but there was, I mean, for the most part, everything was stocked. I mean, there were certain things that were just out for whatever reason, but, um, I remember, I remember reading earlier this week that the part of the reason why the like toilet paper and, um, paper towels and stuff like that are, are off the shelves is because they make them on demand. So it's like, as people buy them, they make more, but it, when like the market just goes out and just buys everything all at once, like they just couldn't keep up because they didn't, they don't have like warehouses full of it. They just make it as needed. Hmm. That's interesting. I hadn't heard that. Buying, yeah, buying a bunch of toilet paper, it doesn't make sense. This is not a hurricane, you know? No. Well, the other thing is, like, this is a, just a, a prime time to go out and buy, like, a bidet from Amazon, too. Yeah, you know, so. I know. I know. <laughs> right? I mean, that's that's the thing. We have other folks weighing in with their accomplishments, uh, which is kind of cool. Brandon says, I've been getting my team settled remote and letting them know it's okay not to have a linear work day to take care of family. Sean Davis says, helped clients in various ways, including mobile apps and remote work, and move forward with a SaaS system that allows organizations to send micro-communications. Uh, Mason Hensley says, new billing set up for enterprise client. Nice job. David Owens, online Dominion is beautiful. Just discovered it today. Got it. Yeah, I played Dominion. Uh, it's a tabletop game. Uh, so that's cool. Yeah, I when I think about what I've been up to, um, a lot of it has been getting the, f like Sherry's been on, a, she was on a lot of calls because her work days are harder to break up. You know, she might have eight hours of calls in a day. Um, oh and God. that's just not something, yeah. So like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for her this week, including the webinars and the calls, it's just, she's just on and on and on in the office. And so I was, luckily our kids nine, nine and 13 don't exactly need handholding, but one of them couldn't remember the logins to any of her things. Uh, the other kid couldn't find his laptop. So I did spend time doing that. I feel like my, I got several things accomplished. I got some podcasts recorded this week. Um, I got some emails sent, but I think the biggest thing is uh, getting, keeping up with this live stream, this microconf on air, and getting that set up with Xander, uh, with producer Xander to, you know, it's it it's always interesting. On Monday, he and I had a conversation. Said, should we just go live every day and see what we can pull together? And it's like, sure, why not? It's only thirty minutes a day, but it's more. It's a lot more than thirty minutes a day. And so, that's uh, you know, it is what it is. Though it's like if we're all going to be in our houses anyways for three, four, five weeks. Um, uh, I, I think that it's something we can pull off in the near term. Not something I could do every day for perpetual. <laughs> if we actually had events to run, I don't think I could do this. So. Yep. You, sh you should have asked me because the uh, the the when I was in, in the middle of doing the public launch for Blue Tick, and I did those like three weeks, and it was three weeks of video yeah. straight, and some of that. them were ten to fifteen minutes long, and. It gets there's a lot of mental headspace that goes into yeah. that. You don't think that there is. You're like, oh, I'll just pop on and do a video, and it'll be live, and it's not a big deal. And you think about it a lot more than you probably should. Yeah. So. Yeah. Totally. Oh well. Well, cool. We're at 25 minutes, and while I could talk to you for another 25 minutes, I feel like um, 
we should let some folks head off to their next engagement and folks who are in the MicroConf Connect Zoom room. There's a link to that in MicroConf in the MicroConf on air channel. Um, who I think I can hear your wife now. Um, that's my son hour. who's uh, a little oh. loud. He talks constantly. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I have one of those too. But yeah, if you're in the Zoom room, um, I think producer Xander is in Zoom. What's up? Is that Luke? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I, I, have, I have one kid up here playing iPad super quietly. So I think I already mentioned that. But he he he, he uh, he's a ham. He could certainly come into the into the background as well. Um, but yeah, if you're in the Zoom, producer Xander is in there, and he will guide you on how if you want to hang around and um, together. <laughs> <laughs> this together, is, but not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> together, but thousands. Well, I guess only several uh, hundreds of miles apart at this point. Um, but yeah, if you're in the Zoom, uh, hang out. Xander will guide you on what to do. If you're not, thank you so much for um, coming and hanging out again for 25 or so minutes with us again today. And I'll be back on Monday at noon central, Monday through Friday next week. Although Friday we may push later again because it'll probably be a happy hour. But uh, Monday I'm going to be talking with Anar Volset. And it's going to be based on a request we had in MicroConf Connect about what are funding options right now. Like if, if I want a little bit of runway, um, you know, is it even possible to raise, is it, you know, looking at angel versus VC versus private versus debt versus uh, things like financing like pipe.com where it's revenue financing. Um, and I'm gonna bring Anar on, it'll again, it'll be 30 minutes uh, starting at noon central on Monday. And we're gonna bounce back and forth. Not an interview; it's a, it's a conversation because we both have you know thoughts, input, experience on on how we would go about doing that if we were in your shoes. So, uh, folks want to keep up with you, sir? They can head to at Single Founder on Twitter, where you have not been for about a year. Mm -hmm. You haven't been doing much there, um, but no. you are at BlueTick.io if they want to see the app that you're working on and everything you're pushing out. Yep. I, I am take, uh, going to go back on uh, social media here in the near future. Just probably not today. <laughs> awesome. Sounds good, man. Well, y'all, it's been good seeing you. See you on Monday. Bye, everyone. I know. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs>